And I'm Sarah. And this is Everything is Rent, the podcast where we talk about the best musical of all time, Rent, song by song. We're talking about the song We're Okay with, uh, you know him as Mike Scollins. He's a writer <laughs> for Late Night with Seth Meyers, uh, the Golden Globes, the White House Correspondents Dinner, and SNL. <laughs> And we, we have Scott. We have to keep going because that was the third time we attempted this. Hey, Mike. Hey, you know him as Mike Scott. That's how we know him. I mean, that's true. Everyone does. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's that Mike Scotland's guy. Um, well, uh, that's how we know you, but your real name is Michael. So that's true. Uh, yeah, everyone makes... knows me as Mike Scotland. <laughs> yeah, we do know you as Mike. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I yes. think I'm drunk, you guys. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I didn't drink this morning, but here we go. Here we go. Um, so you're in town just for a, a bit for mm-hmm. a wedding, and uh, you we had to have you because you're a huge Rent fan, right? I am. I love Rent. I was really excited to make time to do this. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us everything you think and feel about Rent. Uh I love. I'm, I know you guys have gotten into this a lot. I love Rent. I'm not convinced Rent's great. Sure. Uh, it's. I think it's a little corny, but I saw it for the first time like a national tour when I was in high school, and did not love it. Like ironically, I was just like, "This is perfect." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Agreed. Went in not knowing the music, which I think is the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, saw it in Boston, and up until then, I had only seen like regional theater and like the classic musicals that you think of, like Roger mm-hmm. Hammerstein and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and was just like, holy shit, what is this? Uh, bought the cast recording, listened to it like all through high school. You and buy it, it at the theater, like at the merch Bought it at, at the, the theater, theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a thick, like, it's got, it's like two or three it's discs. It's two or three, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, when you guys told me I was song 20, I was like, oh, they're reaching the end, right? And then I checked, <laughs> it was like, it's like act one. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Not We're not even end. close. Mm-mm. We haven't even met Maureen yet. Yeah. Is this where you meet Joanne? No, Joanne, we've, we've met a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because we did. We've had Tango Maureen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But this is where we, uh, this is her like solo song. We get to like know more about her. Right. And her insecurities with, well, we'll get into it. We'll yeah. get into okay. it. We'll get into mm-hmm. it. We'll get into it. So were you doing musicals in high school like that, Rodgers and Hammerstein and all that? All no, that stuff? I, um, I did like one act in the drama club in high school. Um, never a musical. We're talking like David Ives, Christopher Durang. (laughs) All of that. No, no, no. These were like, we would write the one. Oh, okay. Uh, the licensed stuff was all like the spring and fall musical. And I never did those, uh, even though I liked musicals. Uh, and I did went, go to like theater camp in seventh grade. It was Mm -hmm. like a day camp and Mm -hmm. was Kanicki in Greece, not to brag. Um, it sounds like a brag and you deserve it. (laughs) A hickey from Kaneki. It's like a Hallmark card. You uh, probably didn't do that line at camp. No, but we did. I remember they had, I was like, it was either going into seventh grade or going into eighth grade. And they did, me and the girl, the girl who played Rizzo, they were like, are you guys friends? Because we're going to push your relationship a little further than some of the other students. It was like, some of that's like pretty mature. Uh, yeah. There, there was not like, there was not a pregnancy scare. Um, but I remember we were like, we were the only ones that had a kiss. Yeah. And we're all like, right. oh, shit. All right. Let's do it. At theater camp. God, my first onstage kiss was in college. <laughs> my first kiss was in college. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the first time a boy looked at me in the eyes was in college. <laughs> my first onstage kiss was in high school. It was in Moon Over Buffalo. I had to kiss Matt Chidley, even though he was at the time dating Sierra Boggess, who's oh, now a big Broadway star. All right. Yeah. Wow. He's not. She is. That what? 
it's what pushed her over the edge. She's like, I have to get back at Beth. Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. it propelled her right into the lead role in the, what's the new Phantom? Love Never Dies oh, yeah. in London. And yeah. I love the idea that she like became successful out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> like, the I best kissed, motivator I is like, her boyfriend Beth 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 <laughs> I hope that's true. It's not, but I hope it is. Uh, yeah, if you could please wrong me, I would love to get <laughs> what, really successful out of spite. <laughs> what happened to the boyfriend of the girl you kissed? She did not have a boyfriend. Oh. Was, it was like seventh grade, eighth grade. This was um, a first kiss for both of us, I think. Wow. Angie D. Paralyso, great singer. Um, we're still <laughs> we're still semi in touch. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. Um, so who did you see Rent with in Boston? Uh, I saw it with... Friends that were in the drama club, uh, like I said, I'd only do the one acts, not the musicals. Uh, so they were all real, real excited to see it. And they all knew the music. And I kind of like played along like, oh, yeah, the music's great. Yeah. <laughs> but like didn't really know what I was going to see. Uh, and then was just like completely blown away. Because yeah. I did. Lo- I like musicals a lot. I'm just like not great at them. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like most people, most theater nerds also like end up being terrific singers. Um, mm, I don't know about that theory. Really? Yeah. I feel like if I hear somebody loves musical theater, they're just like waiting for a time that we can schedule karaoke to show that they are also very good at musical theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. That's me for sure. That is you. And like you have a beautiful singing voice, and like Thank your you sister so has a beautiful singing voice, and you're both like theater nerds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Though we were also choir nerds. So mm-hmm. for me in high school, it was like the choir nerds who were also into theater was like a big Venn diagram. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sucks like to find out that the thing you love, you can't do. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I could take singing lessons forever. It would never get to be like Dickin in the secret garden or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you just don't, I think or you've I could, like, aged play out base- of that role. Oh, no, I think I can still do it. I, 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 I play, uh, 10, I read for like 10 to 35. Oh, okay. Wow. What a range. Uh-huh. What a range. Such a range. But I mean, it's the same as like, you know, if I loved baseball, I could practice every day and like I would never play professional baseball, which I've also aged out of that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're, you know what? I would cast you as both Dickin and baseball player. <laughs> I can tell you're a musical theater nerd when you would cast somebody as mm-hmm. baseball. I would cast you as a baseball player on my team. All right, it's time. me, the leader of the New York Yankees. I've the cast list is up. <laughs> All right, Everyone guys, it's time to rehearse. Costumes. Time to rehearse, and everyone's like, "We're going to call it practice, like from now on." If you guys don't mind. That was the thing that bothered me when I started doing improv was that they were called improv practices, and that oh, instead like, of improv rehearsal. rehearsals, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it sounds dumb to me to be like, I'm going to my practice. But I guess that's what sports people call it. Right. Sports mm-hmm. people. Sports people. <laughs> sports people. <laughs> no, Athletes, thank you. No, they're sports, no, they're sports people. people. Um, and then do you remember like a song in Rent when you first saw it where you were like, yes, or a moment? Like, did you cry? Well, I think it was like right out the gate uh, when uh, they sang Rent. Yeah. Because I just like didn't know musical theater had that kind of. Music? Yes. Like that kind of rock. Uh, so I immediately was just like, oh, I'm watching something completely different right now. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, couldn't take my eyes off it for the whole show. Yeah. yeah. And then when you were listening to your two CD set for, mm-hmm. I assume, hours on end, was there a, song, a track that you went to over and over again? Uh, I really loved that um, 
Benny song. You'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Ah, you'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. Uh, would always skip uh, Over the Moon, which I think is terrible. Okay. okay. That's a polarizing song. Mm-hmm. And that one that's like, fuck, where sex. Yeah. Contact. Oh, God. Yeah. We talked about that with I Rachel Bloom for hate a that. very it's long time. Fingers down a blackboard. It's so bad. It's really. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, ha- to get to I hate to say I don't like anything about Rent, but Contact will do will beat that thing. We yeah. uh, we saw it last year, uh, the touring company, and it is it's a song I'd completely forgotten about <laughs> until mm-hmm. it starts and like everyone gets under a sheet and there's it's, <laughs> what is happening in that? Uh, <laughs> we have to do a whole other series with just Contract. Yeah, just people be like, what the hell is happening? Because it is. It's not. It's a representation of sex, but they're not all having. No, like, an I, orgy when I together. saw it, it was real penetration. Yeah. <laughs> it was not in a Boston, representation of sex. Uh, in Boston, Boston it's different. You. Yeah, they I mean just that's fucked. Boston. That's um, the Northeast for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I get. I got what it was like representing, but it was like, first of all, the scene visually looks bad, and the music is bad. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, let's just skip this whole thing. Yeah, uh, you got to skip. And it's that. also where. Angel dies. Like, it's such an important part yes. of the show. And I was like, this sucks. It's all yeah. about. Also, because every, everyone is paired up except for Mark. I'm like, Mark, who are you having sex with? He's just with? furiously <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> and it's still bad for him. <laughs> and, yeah, he's still like, sorry. <laughs> uh, and then Over the Moon, I don't like. Everything else I, I love. I even love, like, the voicemails, everything. Yeah. 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 If you had to, if you got to, I can't believe I said had to, be <laughs> in Rent. Oh, yeah, that's a got to. You, If you got to be in Rent, is it, would you be Mark? Yeah. 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 I also, I feel like the options for a white guy are limited. Mm-hmm. Well, you could pick another part. I mean, it's hypothetical. Yeah. Who? What's your dream? I mean, personality-wise, I would probably be a Mark. Mm-hmm. I might fan- I might be like, yeah, sure, you don't want me to be Roger. Like, you know, <laughs> I know we're dancing around this. I mean, that's but I- my, if I were to, if I had my druthers, I would be Roger for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one would cast me even if I was male. They'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I would want to be seen as a Roger, but they'd be like, Mike, uh-huh. you know who you are, you're a Mark. <laughs> the guy that is masturbating alone during contact. <laughs> and then they keep being like, again, we never said you should <laughs> stand off to the side and masturbate during this song. Hey, well, I guess only one of us takes our art seriously. <laughs> uh, and then was that like a gateway into any other musicals for you or were you still just same level of musical liker? I mean, at that point, I, are, I already really liked uh, musicals. Uh, I just hadn't seen one like that before. Yeah. Um, but I was always really into I remember like after I saw Rent, uh, our high school did Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is as good as Rent. This high school production of Little Shop of Horrors. Was, I just like watching a musical. Yeah. I mean, those uh, are two of the best. They are two of the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Um, the year before I graduated, they did Little Shop of Horrors as like the senior musical. So, so, so good. And then for my senior musical, we did like some dumb The Boyfriend. If, oh, uh, no. Yeah. I've seen that at multiple high schools. And it's, gosh, I wonder if high schools still do it. It's the Worst. It's so <laughs> is the absolute worst musical. Um, I got to play at least like the one funny female uh-huh. character, um, but Polly or whatever. Yeah. If you like the boyfriend, tell me on <laughs> social media, and I will 
fight you. <laughs> it's like a 40s style musical. Everyone is like, um, it's a bunch of girls at a, a boarding school or something who are meeting boys. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just dumb and bad. I guess that must be why high schools do it because it has a lot of, does it have a lot of roles for women? There are a it's, lot of roles for women. Oh God, it's bad. There was, um, the reason we did is because a girl in my class was like, um, uh, begging us to do it. Oh, she, she's dumb. She's bad. Well, yeah, that's why I'm always <laughs> confused when high schools pick shitty places. Like, you get to choose. Like, you could do yeah. anything that's like, <laughs> just totally. like, oh, you guys landed on the boyfriend. All right, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you could be doing those job of horrors. Uh, I have a high school musical story that I don't think I've told on this pod before, which is my senior year. We did Guys and Dolls. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a and dream. again, Sierra Bogus, mm-hmm. soon to be Broadway star, and I were angling for the lead roles. It was like, but normal- and did you know back then that she was like going to be a very successful Broadway star? No, I thought I was better than her. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, awesome. no, no, no. She was very much like incredible, and she like. Audition for Juilliard and got a call back. That was a huge deal. Uh, it was very, mm-hmm. But so we all knew that she was like very, very, very good. But traditionally, she would have been Sarah and I would have been Adelaide. Just our types right. were, were such that that would be how it shook out. But she and I were like, let's go for the opposite roles. You go for Sarah and I'll go for Adelaide. And so like we like practiced those songs, got ready for the auditions, blah, blah, blah. Auditions rolled around. I fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we're like, okay, here we go. Cast list goes up. She's Sarah. Uh, another person who I think listens to this podcast, who's very great. Hello. <laughs> Zara got the role of Adelaide. Oh, my gosh. And it was that thing where it goes up on the wall. You know, yeah. they put yeah. it up on the wall. Uh-huh. I left school and went home. Oh. Oh. I couldn't stay at school for the day. I sobbed and sobbed. And you know who I was? Mimi. Not in Rent, Mimi and Guys and Dolls, <laughs> who's just there are, a hot box girl who has a couple lines. There are three women in Guys and Dolls that have lines. Maybe well, four. And then at, at a high school, you're always going to make Sarah's dad a woman. And that was yeah. played by Julie White, who also listens to this podcast. Hello. Hello. Um, oh, hey, Julie. All right. So, but um, I was, her, that was my senior musical. And, or, oh no, that was junior year. Senior year, I was Evelyn in The Wiz, which we have talked about. We have talked but about. But I mm. have never sobbed more. <laughs> In that moment, putting putting the cast list on the wall is so devastating. It feels like a like a teen movie cliche that doesn't really happen, but it does. does. And it's such a horrible way to let people know. But it also is, um, especially like uh, like did we have email? Like were was like would they post on a message board or something? I mean, we did did message boards and like it it felt like listservs and stuff. The best way because they're yeah, it just feels like the best way to like let everybody know who got what. Yeah. Is still a list? Yeah. Let I'm making it sound like we're a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, back in my day it was lists. We didn't have paper, so they just wrote the cast list on your hand. Uh, the trick in, in uh, when it comes to a high school musical is to be a dude. Because yes. there's never enough of them. Yeah. So it's like, uh-huh. Mike, I guess you're Kaniki because it's you or this other guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's a, the way you do it. That's yeah. how you do I it. I also could have played Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have been so mad. Oh. There, Yeah, we did uh, Guys and Dolls when I was in college. And yeah, there's um, uh, one gal I know, uh, a friend of mine got Sarah. I was going for Adelaide. But the person who got that was this other a uh, gal named Joanne. She's really great. From the fabric store? Uh, yeah, Joanne. And what is she doing now? Oh, no. um, she's a fabric. And- 
<laughs> she's great. No, she um, was also a um, a gymnast. And when she graduated, she, we like she moved to New York. I lived in New York. We saw each other maybe one time, not really. But she got really into bodybuilding. So Ooh. she um, like entered oh, competitions. Wow. Um, I think she married like an arm wrestling champion. <laughs> Um, every now and then I like look her up on social media and she looks like she's doing great, but that was our Adelaide. And so I was, um, yeah, like a person at the mission, um, yeah. who had like one line because I what? wasn't cute enough to be Mimi in the hot box girl. <laughs> I was adorable. It should be called guys and guys. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough roles for mm-hmm. dolls and guys and mm-hmm. dolls. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the dudes have the fun parts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun show though. It's a great musical, unlike The Boyfriend. It's a very good musical. (laughs) Um, uh, So you you don't think Rent is great. You like it, but you think it's I love it. I saw it. I think I saw it at the perfect time Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. I was in like 10th or 11th grade. And was Uh just like, this is perfect. Yeah. Uh, Could sing every song in it except maybe Contact. (laughs) (laughs) But then uh, within the past year, I rewatched... On iTunes, they have a version, not the movie version. They have like the last. 2008. The Broadway version of it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is corny as hell. But the music still like means a lot to me and I enjoyed watching it. Sure. Maybe it was because maybe the cast wasn't right. I don't know. But I was like. It's also hard to watch online like the. Yeah. But I think it is like those like it feels more like cheesy Broadway actors doing it than it did originally also. But like, the, the Mimi in it was, I forget her name, but she was um, Angelica Schuyler in Hamilton. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I still was just like, eh, no, I don't think I love this. Yeah. But the music holds up. It's yeah. yeah. What so struck you as like the cheesiest part of it? Uh, well, even when I first saw it in high school, I think Over the Moon sucks. Okay. It's yeah, so right. corny. <laughs> I don't think that um, there's... There's several jokes in Rent, and I don't think any of them are good. They all hit because because in live theater, every joke hits, and yes. the audience likes to be part of it. Yes. Uh, none of them are good. And Over the Moon has so many jokes of, like, winking of, like, you know this type of a person that I'm showing you. Mm-hmm. And not one of the jokes is good. And there's nothing Do you think I, the jokes are good? I'm not sure we... I think, like I think she's got a, a, a good opener and a good closer. No, none of them are good. <laughs> Uh, and there's also nothing I hate more in live theater than audience participation. Oh, when she makes everyone. So when she's yeah. like, move with me. It's like, no, fucking I do have something. to say mm-hmm. that moment in Rent does feel very like incongruous with the rest of it. Like it mm. doesn't feel like a musical where that should happen. Like it's not like hair where they're out in the audience or like. Yes. Like where mm-hmm. they're or cats where they're all, you know, uh, as we talked about. <laughs> like in the house, like that. humping people <laughs> or like cabaret dinner theater where they come out and like make fun of all the bald men in, mm-hmm. the, in the audience yeah <laughs> so it's the same reason you don't like sit in the front row of a stand-up show it's like i don't want to be a part of this i yeah. just want to yeah. watch but yeah. it really only happens in that one moment in rent and it's it is sort of jarring where you're like no oh, they, wait, tell no. You to, they tell you to move when angel dies <laughs> right <laughs> the way like yeah. tinkerbell comes back uh-huh. they're like move with us <laughs> at the end of contact come with us <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is an odd moment. Yeah. Um, well, Every other song's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shall we listen to Let's We're do Okay? It. All right. Here we go. Steve, Joanne, the Merger case. A dismissal. Good work, counselor. We're okay. Another phone ringing. I don't bear <laughs> wait. I'm on the other phone. Yes, I have the cowbell. 
payphone. We're okay. Yeah. So she's like she just like assumes it's gonna ring. Yeah. The settlement will do. Sexual harassment and civil rights too. Steve, you're great. No, you cut the paper plate. Did you cheat on Mark a lot? Would you say? We're okay. okay. So far, we have two calls on the line. Honey, hold on. She, uh, Steve, I need to hold on. A third payphone. Hello. <laughs> Dad, yes, I beeped you. Beeped you. Warning yeah. Is coming. This takes place at a certain time. We're okay. She's got too many irons in the fire. Honey, she really does. She's the only busy person out of all of them. She's swamped. Black hair, the Calvin Klein model Steve gotta go to the model. Who lives in Penthouse A? Where is that? Penthouse A. Penthouse A. <laughs> Where is Penthouse A? That is. Ooh, here comes this big note. Okay. Oh, I love it. I'm on my way. She's so good. She is so good. Her voice mm-hmm. is incredible. There's a lot to unpack in a very short song. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So at this point in the musical. What's happening? Joanne is, uh, everyone else sort of is at like their life support meetings or <laughs> meeting their boyfriends and girlfriends uh-huh. or uh, yeah, talking about moving to Santa, Santa Fe. Fe. Yeah. And uh, Joanne is at a payphone and then I think getting multiple calls on a cell phone. Yes. Right? And she has a pager. They all have pagers because <laughs> uh-huh. also don't their pagers all beep when it's time for them to take AZT? Yes. That, oh, I just assumed that was some sort of a, an alarm. I think it's a <laughs> my doctor just beat me. I gotta take my ACT. <laughs> what? How? No, what? Like, no, I think they've set an alarm on their pager. Oh, Is I didn't that know that's how a pager works. I have no idea. I can't. I don't know. Um, I think they are too young. We're cool way too young. To know what, what a pager is. A pager. Is. <laughs> um, Why doesn't she just have an emoji teller when to take her AZT? <laughs> Remember back in the day when your doctor would page you to take your meds? See, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we start with Joanne talking to Steve about what case. is the Merger case, you guys? <laughs> the Mer- the I mean, Merger. Because she she talks about it like it is unwinnable. Yeah, she's well, like the Merger case, a dismissal. It sounds well, like something you'd be heisting in a heist yeah. movie. Well, she says we have to steal the Merger. She mentions yeah. sexual harassment and civil rights too. But that's a different case, right? Is it a different case? Whoa, she's getting a lot of phone calls. She's getting a lot of phone calls. I think that's all the same case. There was a their case was dismissed, but but then she's like, tell them we'll settlement. sue. But a settlement will do. Why if it's dismissed? Why are they looking for a settlement? It seems oh, yeah. like on one end she's. The plaintiff, and on the other, she's a defendant. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. She's got, she's got a lot of irons in the she's fire. She's got too many irons in the fire. Uh, Steve, you're great. <laughs> she says. You're great. Because none of us thought we were going to settle the Merger case. Oh, my God. Nothing. We have photos of her standing over the dead body, and Mrs. Merger clearly did it. Mrs. Merger. Like, Mrs. Merger. Missile. Had that confession. I can't believe it. A dismissal? Good work, counsel. Steve, you're great. <laughs> then we have her talking to Maureen. Mm. She's telling Maureen that she cut the paper plate. I guess she was going to use like the paper a plate as a hilarious prop. Sure. She's, but also that Maureen knows to call Joanne at this payphone is insane to yes. me. Yes. 
Okay, my my honey is just going to be standing next to this payphone. My honey? It's indicative honey. of their whole relationship. It's like, you she wait also, by this payphone until I call you. I've called people on payphones, I feel like. You've received a call from a payphone? I think I've done both. But, okay, if you How know... How you know to be there? If you know that I have a cell phone, are you going to call my cell phone or are you going to call a payphone that I might stand near one time? Okay. Well, clearly the cell phone's busy. She's talking to Steve <laughs> she about knows like she got a second ca- a call on it. Oh, uh, wow. I do think that's unfair. <laughs> to stand by a payphone and wait yeah, for a yes. call? I do think in back when payphones were a regular thing, we didn't have cell phones. Uh-huh. I feel like in a but lot she did of, have one. The reason I, was like, I feel like a lot of old crime movies, they do that a lot. <laughs> they check the time and then they'd tell people and they would know where to go. Yeah. Based on its location and there was always a phone number for it. Yeah, but for a so crime, it's so that like your hands are clean and it's like it's a payphone. It's not my cell phone. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Like, I yeah, think I guess. If you don't have your own line. You probably would rely on the, the the phone that was nearest to you that was public, right? But not only does she have her own line, she has call waiting on it. She yeah. gets several calls on her cell phone. It is weird. <laughs> That's the weird okay. part. Uh-huh. And it's it's like, did she not give Maureen her cell number? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess Or maybe I this either. is just her work number or something. But her dad calls it. But also, dads and moms are going to call whatever phone they can figure out. Sure. Also, what is funny know. about her dad calling? Her first reaction is like, <laughs> Dad? Oh, dad. Now you call? Okay. <laughs> because she is like, she has just called them back in response to their voicemail and being, or she beeped him. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, maybe she's talking. laughing so much because her dad calls and is like, did you send a message to this little black box that I have on my belt? <laughs> and she's like, yes, dad. I think she's laughing about their voicemail and she's like, ha ha, I got your voicemail saying I can't bring Maureen to mother's hearing. Oh, she's very coming. funny. Yes, of very course Very funny. Coming. Ha ha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's then true. Maureen says, is your dad on the line? Tell him about that Newt has a lesbian sister, right? Newt. Because she's like, honey bear, what? Oh, yeah, I'll tell them about Newt's lesbian sister. Newt's lesbian sister? Newt Gingrich. Wasn't that a big news item at the time? Was like, Uh he was super conservative, but he had a gay sister. Lesbian sister. And they had heard. Okay. Well, she, Maureen's like, if they don't like lesbians, tell them that this conservative dude, because I think they're Mm -hmm. conservative, Mm -hmm. like, has a lesbian sister. (laughs) I think that's what that means. Okay. Okay. I thought it was her starting to confess who she cheated on Mark with. Someone named Newt? Newt's, Newt's lesbian, lesbian sister. Oh. But I think you're right. I think yeah. Maureen's like, yeah, Candace Gingrich. She's an LGBT rights activist. All right. Yeah. Cool. Go Candace. Um, but then she does uh, confess who she cheated on Mark with. Jill, the Calvin Klein model. Jill is, Maureen is now oh, somewhere with Jill. I think I never, yeah, I got that they were together, but I never got that that's who she cheated on Mark with. I thought that's what, where does it say that? No, because um, she, uh, Joanne says, uh, no, you cut the paper plate. Did you cheat on Mark a lot, would you say? And then later, uh, the next time she hears from uh-huh. uh, Maureen, it's Jill with the short black hair, the Calvin Klein model. No, but there's something before that. They're just together. She's just with Jill. Yes, Jill is there. Oh, okay, fine. Because Maureen <laughs> must have said something like, "Okay, I gotta go hanging with Jill." Right. Uh-huh. She's like, "Jill's there," and then like, "Wait, that Jill with the short brown hair?" <laughs> um, the Calvin uh, Klein <laughs> model. Steve, gotta go. Great job, Steve. Gotta go. Yeah, I was like having a great day. We settled the Merge case. Oh god. And now this. <laughs> and the model lives in Penthouse A. 
where's that? I mean, I know Avenue A, but <laughs> penthouse, penthouse A is so vague, unless it's some landmark penthouse. that I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. Penthouse A. Let's look it up. Also, um, just musically, the musicality of like her voice on just when she says the letter A, I love. Lindsay she hits a super, just yeah. that super Lindsay high Lindsay note penthouse sort of effortlessly. I really like She's how got that sounds. Voice. Penthouse A. Rent. I don't think this is well, going to Yeah, I can't find what, yeah, what rent is for Penthouse A. Um, I don't know. It must just be... I can't find There's a, a building with two penthouses, A and B, in this model. <laughs> and they've been at like a party at this uh-huh. model's penthouse apartment. And Joanne's jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Joanne seems like the only one that does any real work, right? Yes. She's yeah. so busy and nobody else in this show is. Collins <laughs> has jobs, but he's that friend that's like always getting fired and saying it's their fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I got fired from another job because they didn't appreciate me. And you're like, you did a bad job at yeah, it. Yeah, that happens more than twice. Like, yeah. look inside yeah. yourself. Yeah. 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 Also, you were trying to teach computer age philosophy. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on. Teach teach English or something. Yeah, But this is, yeah, Maureen is like, or Joanne is very busy in this song in a way that no one else in the entire musical ever yeah. is. Yeah. God, who could be, like, the waiter? <laughs> is, as oh, no, the no, waiter. please, no, not tonight. Please <laughs> Joanne and the waiter. He was, like, five minutes from ending his shift. It's like, yeah. oh, God, oh. no. Oh, she, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two busiest characters. <laughs> what do you guys think the paper plate bit was going to be that got cut? Uh, I think she used, because she talks about China and utensils and the plate and stuff. I think it's all wrapped in with that. Uh-huh. Not in my backyard. Utensils go back to China. It was a paper plate. That show needed a needed an editor. Maureen's? Yeah. <laughs> to add more Are stuff Are you sure? To Did it? you not like that moment? <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh. like, yeah, I'm trying to think of what prop she does use. She's got the cowbell. cowbell. She she, yeah, she bangs it. a cowbell. Uh-huh. She rides in on a motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. But that's not part of the show. No. no. It's just our introduction to Maureen. Yeah. Okay. Here's the attention that you're desperate for. Wait, wait. <laughs> what do you think she was going to use the paper plate for? I have no idea. And Someone cut think. it. I'm thinking the only, when I hear cut the paper plate, I think of like when you make, take a paper plate and make it look like a lion <laughs> and you like, that's probably what. <laughs> And you like curl she, it? You think uh-huh. Joanne here is saying uh-huh. to make like a snowflake out of the paper plate? No, a lion. <laughs> a lion mask. Right. No, she's, she's using cut like, uh, take no, it I out. No, I think Sarah's right here. <laughs> she's about to eat off the plate. And Joanne's like, no, you cut the paper plate. You can't uh, Oh, my God. I should have put a little lion face in there. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. You cut the paper plate. Doesn't mean physically cut. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think I it go was going to be related to the dish and the spoon being evicted yeah. from the table and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was probably another verse that's like, and the plate. And the oh, paper boy, plate. Not in my house. <laughs> Everybody, paper plate with me. And people are like, I don't know what that means. What are we supposed oh, yeah, to do? The paper dish, plate with the me. And the, the dish and the spoon are down on their luck. Yeah, there's a lot of um, flatware and tableware <laughs> being described in this. <laughs> Dave, are you excited for when we get to this song? Do you know it? I don't know. I'm learning this musical from oh. 
one song in every <laughs> With big gaps in between. Here's a spoiler. Not good. <laughs> I think you're going to like it. We'll see. We'll see. I think it'll, it'll really delight you because it's so insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Any anything else to unpack, or did we do it? We talked about the Merger case. <laughs> I'm so desperate to know what that was. Um, it also kind of sounds like like a very fancy briefcase. Like, is that a Merger case? Oh. Nice work. Or like that's like a real Merger. You would get on like an airline. You could order on a catalog on an airline. Yeah, like the ones where you get like the steps that a dog can take to your bed oh from my the Sky God. Mall. I, like, yeah, can Sky we please Mall. get the Merger case? <laughs> Come on, Dad. I want the Merger case, and then I want the little statue that looks like there's a gremlin crawling out of our garden. Son, you're the weirdest ten year old of all time. <laughs> Uh, I, um, God, those were so fun. Do they still make, um, Sky Mall? No. Didn't it go, didn't it go away? It's definitely a thing, but I bet it's more online shopping than catalog shopping. Yeah. Oh, it was the best part of flying in a plane. Uh, when you're a kid. (laughs) Disagree. (laughs) There's a better part. No, no, no. No way. It was so weird. There was yeah. um, always booked a flight as a kid just to get that. <laughs> there was a uh, a comedy group when I first started UCB called Casper Hauser um, that did they did shows at UCB, but they also had um, a a parody of Sky Mall called Sky M A U L Sky uh-huh. Mall hmm. in that way, but it was a catalog full of insane. They, like I think on the cover there was like a llama. Um, that had a wheel this. like a bicycle. I remember that. Oh, it was fun. so yes. funny and wild. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it seems like creating Sky Mall stuff could be a good improv warm up. Mm. Okay. Okay. Are so, you getting back into the for, coaching? Free tip for all you listeners that are trying to make some good coaching money. <laughs> it's called Sky Mall. Please credit Scotland. <laughs> oh, and we forgot. We talked off mic about this, but I I forgot to okay. ask on mic about the musical bit. Because we have a lot of overlap in like UCB slash improv slash comedy nerds and rent heads. Oh, yes. So you guys did a bit show. The two of you did a bit show together, Sarah and Mike. Um, Do you want to explain it? Because I have kind of a vague memory. (laughs) It was a bit show, I think, put on uh, just by Anthony King, maybe him and someone else. Uh But it was like a high school talent show sort of thing. Um. Do I still have it on my credits? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! The New York Talent Academy Showcase is what oh it was called. Oh my god! Where do you list that? Um, I have to j- update my UCB profile. Oh. Uh, is there any context given to that? Because that sounds like a way better credit than it is. <laughs> and now there is the like Academy. the New York Academy Talent Showcase. Nope, there's no you credit to it. it. I just put it um, on my. <laughs> uh, it was a midnight show, and we were not a huge draw because there was like six people in the audience, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. And we sang a parody version of Day by Day. Yep, from God's Spell. Um, which I think the conceit was our parents, like they just died that morning, so we were too sad to be singing it. <laughs> yeah, or they had, re- yeah, they very recently died. And How does we- that relate to Day by Day, though? We changed all the words. But usually a parody will like have some jumping off point where it's like. Look, the related. show had flaws from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Uh-huh. You know, like like Weird Al parodies happy. He's adding, he's saying I'm tacky. You know, like usually there's some. 
I forget. Did we change the lyrics or were we just too sad to sing the song? I forget. No, we changed the lyrics. About our parents dying? Yes. I got to find it. Um, <laughs> I'd um, love to get yeah, a okay, performance of it. Here's one part of it. Have, um, you, not, have you had the same computer for the past decade? <laughs> this is, I'm looking up our email. <laughs> um, <laughs> I truly haven't. Have I had the same what, computer? What's the date? Because I truly don't know how long ago this was. Um, this was in 2011. Oh, we've been friends for too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yep. Day by day, day by day. Organized religion should go away. Oh my God. Uh, I'm so embarrassed. Catholicism's a lie. We tell ourselves to get by. Nothing happens when you die. Day by day. Oh, yeah. We, so we were mad at um, This is still God. in your credits. You were mad at God because your parents died? Because they guess. took our parents away. Yeah. Um, God, we don't no, even mention our parents at all. This Was it insane. acapella? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. No, we hired a no. really expensive band. That's no, true. <laughs> Was it Acapella? <laughs> I don't. Oh no! Wait, Eric Gert. Yeah, Eric, Eric Gerson played, played along piano. with us. Yep. Um, what a blast. <laughs> um, I can't believe we did this. Um, it's just anti-religion. Yikes! That's Sorry. Okay. That's fun. Yeah, that's you don't fine. have to be yikes about that. Religion I mean, it's is fine. dumb and bad. Yeah, I still yeah. feel that way. <laughs> it's just such a hard take to make it. A, um, our parents I guess died. I don't totally get. The parent dying. I'm still a little bit lost on that element of it. I, but. I think, and this was a very long time ago, I think that we were like questioning our belief in God because like what kind of God would orphan two children? I don't know. Okay. And we're like, this is funny. We should put this up. How did it go? Did it hit? I mean, it hit for the few people that were in the audience. Yeah, I yeah. mean... I think we took it more seriously than the other people that were part of this bitch show. I'm certain yeah. that you did. I, like, we like... Our rented rehearsal space. We did. Um, uh, you borrowed Hartney's Superman shirt. Why? Yes. Um, because in Godspell, God wears oh, like the Superman and the suspenders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, we had like real fun costumes. Wow. What a couple of nerds. Yeah, I had a truly beat we... the shit out of you two nerds. <laughs> God, who else did this show? I can't remember. Uh, it was Anthony King's. Put it on. Yeah. Who's also a huge musical theater nerd. Sure. And I don't remember who else. I don't know. Well, we killed it. We're the best. It's <laughs> we, still in class. If you're listening to this and you're in that show, uh, let us know so we can credit you. Um, Beth, why weren't you there? <laughs> I like, never, we were friends then. So. Well, um, you know what? I, I never did a bit show because the pressure to do well at them was to much for me I, this is very true like because i i always heard like so and so did well at the bit show and so and so didn't and so i was like it's like a competition to do the best at the bit show i never did one until i moved to la interesting yeah hmm. that's wild i was too intimidated by them i think i submitted to the it sucked awards in new york once or twice and never got picked for them and otherwise oh like, I, did, I, I did the it sucked awards I yeah. think like when I was first starting at UCB, the bit shows were fun for me because it was a chance to like be in shows with people that were like what you considered way above your pay grade. And I was too nervous for that stuff. I was like, I, I didn't can't be around I think those only when someone else wrangled me to be in their bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely the- I definitely wrangled you to be in this one. Yeah. For sure. So <laughs> this was your brainchild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. 
You're a professional writer. That leads us into <laughs> our uh, our next, uh, our final segment, our I final think. final segment. Oh, mm-hmm. So this is a game that we've previously played with Grant O'Brien. Okay. Uh, and it is called Punch It Up. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> you okay. seem pretty excited We're, about it. And- I'm glad, actually, that you mentioned that none of the jokes are good in Rent because... I mentioned it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, because this, this is a game where we we tell you a joke and we ask you to punch it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> We're putting you on the spot. I know. I thought it was going to be like trivia or something. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's punch it up. We're making you work. Um, this, this is, is job. Speaking of trivia, this is the show where I learned Jonathan Larson did not die of AIDS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought that was such like a sad but poetic game ending to his life and then i realized that wasn't a thing that happened learning that did that make you like rent less didn't make me like it less but i was like oh you listen i I thought that was like part of like the oral history of rent is like and then if you can believe Mm -hmm. it he died of AIDS right before yeah the curtain went up or something yeah it was really really shocking it was like finding out angel didn't die of AIDS (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah angel didn't die no uh no one actually has aids (laughs) angel Uh dies of how bad the song contact yeah after contact he was just like hit by a truck (laughs) yeah Honestly, same. <laughs> All right. Punch it up. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Sarah, do you want to give the first joke? Okay. Um, this is from Light My Candle. Cold hands, yours too. Big, like my father's. You want to dance? With you? No. With my father. You remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you remember it? So that's a big laugh line. Uh-huh. It's like, Everyone she's laughs. like, your is when she are- says, no, I'm talking about dance with my father? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How would you punch that joke up? On her end or Rogers? Because the answer is always you should say yes. So Rogers would be like, yeah, dig up your dad. I'm going to dance. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, Wait, dig up your she dad. never says he's dead. <laughs> there is no chance that me. If, if, he, if, he if he is alive, he's a bad father because she's got some problems and he does not give a shit. Okay, so now we're getting some more dialogue okay, here. Great. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> dig, yeah, dig him up. Father. Where's dance. your father? <laughs> also, he's dead now. Like, <laughs> that's a very. If she has not mentioned that her father is dead, and he just makes the assumption, dig him dig up, him dig up your dad. <laughs> I'm a crab. That's my whole character game. <laughs> that uh, when you first said crab, I thought like animal crab, and then <laughs> that's why he wanted. No, that would have been a up. twist. I don't know Ren at all, so I assume that's. What oh, when you get to the end of the play, there's a spoiler, but he's Rogers a crab. Rogers a crab. Yeah. Um, he's an actual he just crab. like he ends by singing under the sea, and then it's over. <laughs> uh, it's so strange that Mimi makes like. I guess a gay joke in Rent, right? Like, I no, I meant dance with my dad. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, think it's a gay joke. I think it's, it meant, uh, she's just making fun of him being like, dance with you. Oh, and like, who like, else yeah. would I want to dance yeah, with? Yeah, like, who yeah. else is in the room? Oh, yeah. I'm going to defend Mimi on No, you're right. I, I will accept that I was wrong about okay. that. Okay. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, honestly, that's a great punch up. Great Thanks. job. That's very funny. One for one. <laughs> There's no score in this. All dig right. up my dad. Or dig up your dad. Yeah, dig him up. Great, dig him up. Um, that's the best response. Okay. Uh, in, voicemail, in voicemail number two, this is when Joanne's parents uh, give her a ring. They say at the end, have a merry and, and a, a bra. Bride. They say bra. Have a merry and a bra. They're no, telling they her to wear a bra. Yeah, this they're is, telling you to wear a bra. Yes, at Christmas. This is a at, huge at, uh, revelation mommy's for me confirmation too. hearing. Mm-hmm. 
Have a Mary and have a bra? And a bra. She's like, wear a bra, basically. But they say have a Mary and a bra. And a bra. I didn't know until we recorded that episode of the podcast. Because they're like, no Doc Martens, don't bring, don't bring Maureen, wear a bra. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe... Maybe the show has one good joke. I did. I had no. <laughs> I had no idea that that was part of the song. All right. Okay. Yeah. As so, an observer of these <laughs> podcasts, it's great to see you guys completely be like stopped. In I, yeah. yeah. I mean, and also, Speak I thought I knew us. every word to every song. There you go. Have a bra. All right. So that's a have pass a Mary because a you think that that's. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's an unbeatable joke. Okay. Great. I agree. Great. I agree. All right. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, next quote. Sarah? Okay, from Today For You. Um, we agree- they say Today For You? <laughs> with, a, with a number four and I, just yeah, a I you. I did the letter you. Yeah. I mean, of course, we all know it. It's insane. Um, we agreed on a fee, a $1,000 guarantee, tax-free, and a bonus if I trim her tree. Bush. <laughs> Is that your punch-up right there? Yeah. Just bushes of- They but- say tree, I say bush. Make it Great. no Because like, they're rhyme. both plants and eat trimming. And a bonus if I trim her bush. Bush. <laughs> and the audience would fucking lose it, leap to their feet, and you'd be like, no, no, there's still play left. Mm-hmm. And- but then to make it rhyme, you have to say... Um, we agreed on a fee, $1,000 Garen Garen Bush. Tush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, $1,000 Garen Tush, tax-free, and a bonus if I trim, trim her, her bush. bush. <laughs> Gosh, I think you did it again. Yep. <laughs> we keep being like, this is really going to put him on the spot. And so far, uh-huh. both Grant and uh-huh. you have really, immediately really killed it. Grant, Grant did well on this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, if you're trying to beat him, just say. Yeah, I'm a it's little a bit trying to be. <laughs> I think, I think you're, you're perfect. Tied. You're tied. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Next quote is from "You'll See," your favorite song. Mm-hmm. Um, after Benny sort of goes on a rant, Angel says that boy could use some Prozac. Then Colin says, "Or heavy drugs." Then Mark says, "Or group hugs." Oh, and it's got a rhyme. No. Oh, Benny could use. What is it now? Prozac, some Prozac heavy drugs, heavy drugs, or group hugs. Group hugs. Or <laughs> a writer's mind at work. <laughs> okay. Want to make it rhyme, but it's not going to be thugs. It's not going to be hugs. I think that what Benny needs is just a fart noise. <laughs> I think if Mark was just like, or. <laughs> and then Benny slips on a banana peel. <laughs> Is the first death of the show. Whoa. And then they're like, you guys, our landlord's dead. We can stay for free. Yeah. So it's like a really good joke. Your joke is changing the entire course. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good joke, but it also solves a problem. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that that. The funniest jokes are the ones that solve a problem. That also solve a problem. Uh Uh-huh. So is the play over then? Or do we? No, 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 no. The play still goes on, but it, 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 it takes a drastic left turn where everyone's like, everything is great. Now our rent is free. Our landlord is dead. So the rest of the musical from midway through act one through the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Angel wakes up and he's like, um, I feel great. Hello. hello. I feel so I'm, good. I'm producing a revival of The Secret Garden on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And I, I just heard you sing a little bit. Oh. Um, can I, yes. Can I hear that again? <laughs> Everything is great now. Our rent is free. <laughs> and our landlord is dead. 
Okay, yeah, never mind. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> and that was a brush with fame. Uh, a little improv scene in there. Threw a little improv scene in. Okay, so your punch up of that is they say Prozac, heavy drugs, group hugs, or, or a fart <laughs> noise. Uh-huh. Then right after that happens. And then Benny's like, I'm not going to listen to this. Walks away, flips on a banana peel, dies. Dies. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. No one dies of AIDS. Nobody dies of AIDS. Everyone feels immediately better. Yeah. They were like, oh, maybe it was just an allergy Laughter or something. Is the best. Uh-huh. Medicine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. And okay. then Mimi's dad's like, I'm so sorry for everything. Yeah. He rises from you. the grave. And they uh, do the thriller dance. They do the thriller dance. <laughs> and then it's over. Uh-huh. And that's how you punch up a joke. That's how you punch up a joke. <laughs> we did have another one, but I think we just end there. Oh, no. I want to hear what it was. <laughs> the last one. Should we do the sure. last one? Yeah. Oh, I think you mean you had a better punch up. For oh, no. oh, no, no, no. Oh, we okay. never put any thought into this. <laughs> 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 I feel like we have to end with, and that's how you punch up a yeah, joke. Yeah, that's how you punch yeah. up a joke. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was excellent. Three out of four. <laughs> that's pretty damn good. Because you passed on one of them. Yeah, because it was already uh, realized it was perfect. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you want to plug? It's time. Oh, gosh. Um, I guess uh, please watch Late Night with Seth Meyers. Right? Yes. Uh, you frequently Instagram, make a, um, uh, I, I perform on that perform show on it, yeah. quite a bit. So watch those episodes. Uh, in particular. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Mike Scollins. And mm-hmm. that is it. Great. And great. if you're in New York, we do an improv show once a month. It's like the first Thursday of every month. The late night Seth Meyers writers. At UCB. At UCB. Kitchen. No. Health Kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. It's a new theater. Right? It's one of the new ones. UCB Sunset in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Cool. And you can uh, you you can and should rate and review us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can or should. Um, what's next? <laughs> oh, my God. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at everythingisrentpod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at everythingisrent. On Twitter at everything underscore rent. And we want to thank our uh, our music guy, Zach Reno. <laughs> You're a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to James Mulholland for our, making our art for us. And uh, Mark David Christensen for being our engineer and everything else. And for his guest appearance on this episode. He uh, really... A fun fact before you close. Oh, here he comes. Skyball. Uh, it did go into bankruptcy in uh, 2015. Okay. Bummer. Mm-hmm. One of the fun little facts here was, one of the top selling items upon a company filing for bankruptcy was a Yeti statue. Wow. A Yeti like life size? I don't know. <laughs> well, wait, what's life size? It's a fictional. <laughs> I am learning so much today. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Bye. Thanks. Bye. We are talking about the mute. Uh... <laughs> if you guys stop laughing, I can figure it out. Keep Am I drunk? <laughs> Keep it in. It's 9 a.m. Hi, I'm Sunny Hutz. Listen to my new show, Mystery Solver, where we solve the mysteries in my crazy life. I know what you're thinking. Another formulaic podcast ad. But what if there was a mystery to solve in this very promo? Sonny, we don't have time for that. Just tell them to subscribe wherever they get their podcast. Oh, shoot. Well, I, the solution was I don't remember stealing her car because I was sleepwalking. Campfire.